You're listening to Mummy is Doing a Beauty Pageant Podcast with your host, Jessica Barkley. Oh wait, that's me. The current Miss Middlesex Galaxy and mummy to one amazing little girl. Here I will share my crazy journey from buggy walks to walking the stage at the United Kingdom Galaxy Finals. But don't worry, this isn't all about me. I'll be interviewing current and former queens, plus experts in many areas of pageantry. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams on or off the stage, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give it a share on social and pop me a little review over on iTunes. Now, strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode. This episode is going to be a bit of a check-in episode of where I am at with my pageantry journey. The part of wanting to do these types of episodes is to really give you an insight into an in-the-trenches look at competing in pageantry. Mine is just an example. Um, It is based on my goals and my objectives and my time constraints and things like that. So you always want to remember that when you're comparing um, your journey. I don't really like people to compare, but I think it's quite useful to look at how other people are doing things so you can craft a way of doing things that works best for you. So I will try and sort of connect the examples of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it together uh, to give you a bit more background. So uh, as you could tell from the title of this episode, I got all my costumes done by the end of August, which was my goal However, I did think I would have just found my evening gown. I didn't think I would have purchased it outright. So my bank balance is a bit sad at the moment, a bit upset with me. I I have a running theme that I had for the 2017 competition I was meant to do and then couldn't do because I was heavily pregnant. And I wanted to use that theme again, which you won't be able to find out until March. There is, there is a theme and a reason behind the, the concept of my outfits. So that made things easier. That made it, it kind of narrowed down my decisions. I wasn't just flying blind. If you really struggle to pick outfits, that can be quite a good way of doing it. Um, some people do a signature colour, so they'll make all their outfits one colour. Um, it might be a colour they love and it's their power colour and they feel really good in. Um, and... Yeah, if that's important to you, then do that. Uh, I can't think of any other themes you might want to go with, but um, without revealing my theme. Uh, So that can be quite a nice way of of helping to narrow down the decision-making process. I think it also helped that I had this deadline of when I wanted to get them done by. I had some bits from last time when I was meant to compete. My swimwear and the base of my fashion wear I had, they just needed customising. Um, and I've got all the bits now. My swimwear's been finished, but it'll be dispatched back to me later date because that's gone off to be customised by Atlantic Swimwear. Um, and my fashion wear, I've got all the bits. It just kind of needs attaching together. But I want to do it in a very careful way because I'm very fond of the base dress and I don't want to damage it or alter it in any way because um, it was a limited edition piece from the designer. Uh my evening gown will need taking in. So when I say I've got all my outfits, customization, 
has got all the bits or has been done, but alteration, I will do much closer to the time because I'm still on my sort of body weight loss journey and I don't want to have to take things in twice. When you're looking at things like that, so with my evening gown, my hips were like a 10, my waist was at a 12-ish and my bust is at a 14 uh, in UK sizes. So I've gone, although I probably could have squeezed into a 12 and maybe not needed to alter it, now I might be smaller by then and then need to alter it and also my boobs wouldn't have been very happy with me. So I went for the 14 because I know that fits my boobs now and that's probably an area where I won't lose as much weight off compared to possibly other areas and it allows me to to play have more fabric to play around with it in the alteration process. Do you check when you are buying your outfits if they need altering that they are going to be able to be altered or that you know someone that you trust to alter it. Uh, I have a a gym friend, uh, a lady from the gym, who we have the same PT, and she has a wedding dress shop. So she's recommending her tailor for that one, um, because the lady that I've had do tailoring for me before has only been normal dresses and things. Um, And obviously an evening gown is a whole different ball of wax with sparkles and gems and different things like that to deal with. So I'm going to a wedding dress specialist for that one. Um, and I've budgeted for that. Uh, I also need to get the underskirt to go with it. But again, I'm going to wait for close to the time and buy the right size underskirt for me. I don't want to be customising the petticoat because I bought one that's too big and now it's falling down. So they're pretty easy. And you can probably find somewhere within driving distance of your house to go and pick one up on the day if you needed to, if you forget that leg. But get that before you make any alterations. So if you have got a hoop or you need any kind of petticoat with your evening skirt, um, then make sure you get the one you're going to use before you go and get your alterations done. But yes, like I said, having the theme has helped me narrow it down and made my decisions a little bit easier. Um, and that's probably played a part in me getting it done quicker. I was also aware that August was a quieter month to get everything done and sorted and found. And I got myself in the headspace of what I was looking for. I had some Pinterest boards about what I was looking for. Um, my interview wear is done. And there is that issue with now I'm looking at it going, I'm being an R and going, oh, could I have done better? Could it have been more special? But I came up with my criteria and I connected that to the Galaxy criteria for interview wear, um, which is that they don't really have one. Um, it's your rehearsal outfit and your interview wear. So it needed to be comfy. I needed to be able to move in it as much as I can move in my opening round numbers um, because we will be practising the opening number, the dance routine in our interview wear. So it needs to... And that's kind of good. If you're slightly restricted in your opening number outfit, then you can have an interview outfit that's slightly restricted in the same way because you'll be practising in the same way. Um, that's quite a good one to consider. Do you want to be in a really short skirt all day when there might be chilling out on the floor one minute with like some of the girls in a rest break? You might be sitting on the edge of the stage while they're setting things like that. Um, you want to be comfortable. Uh, I also think it's really important to think about your underwear with your if your interview is on the same day. Do you have to wear a certain type of bra with your interview outfit that then is going to leave marks for swimwear? So I've thought about all things like that. So I found an interview wear where I don't actually need to wear a bra so that I don't have to worry about that because uh, none of my 
outfits throughout the, the day need a bra. Um, I think most of them I probably could wear one if I wanted to, but I can get away without one and that has played a part into what I was choosing. Um, I'll just use like the stick on cup things um, and I'll talk about all those kind of bits in a future episode as well. But I kind of thought about that and that really helped to narrow down some of my choices as well looking at the cuts of what things I know suits me and that's come through competing in pageantry is learning more about the kind of necklines that suit me and there's some really good YouTube videos that talk about stuff like that as well but it also means that now I can focus on my appearances this podcast um, and my charity events that I've got coming up I've got two charity events that I'm going to run uh, during sort of my reign as Ms Middlesex in the run-up to the UK finals I've got two online campaigns well one sort of semi-online campaigns I want to run uh, I've got the hashtag campaign of real face of pageantry um, and then I'm going to be encouraging different communities in January to take part in the 20 for 2020 which is a food bank initiative so I've got now the time to do that because I know my costumes are done I need a couple of outfits for around the competition so there's the two other nights of finals for the other age categories I know where I'm getting my evening gowns for those because I have an incredible dress sponsor, Stephanie Janes. So that's I know where I'm going for it and I know that they will kit me out perfectly for those. Um, and then the day dresses for a round competition, I have enough of those. It would just be a case of picking the ones that I feel most fabulous in at the time um, and looking at the weather forecast for what's going to work best with the weather at that time of year. It is a big weight to know that that bit of things is done and that I can now just focus on the next stages. Uh, For me, December is a write-off because it is about um, my faith and my family during December and Christmas. And looking ahead to whenever your thing is, so maybe you've got your 21st birthday in the run-up to your your pageant competition and you want to be this month, I, I want to do less pageant and have a bit more time to celebrate with my friends and family. Uh, maybe you've got, oh, you're have got you getting married in the middle of it. Um, maybe your best friend's getting married in the middle of it. But looking ahead at all the months and working out your personal deadlines, I find that really helpful um, when I want to get everything done by. And leaving a little bit of a buffer space for things to maybe go a little bit awry. Um, for alterations to take a little bit longer than you expect is really helpful as well. So that's why I've got all my outfits done by the end of August. Like I say, not altered, but done, picked, chosen, also paid off. That was the other one. I didn't expect to have done my evening gown by now, but it is quite nice to know that that expense is done. I've also paid for my hair and makeup because I've booked the UK Glam Squad and they are so popular, they take full payment up front. But I actually like, I know it's done now. And I find that when you pay up front, when you actually come to do the thing, it feels like you're doing it for free. I won't feel like I'm paying them because I paid so many months ago and I've forgotten about it, um, which is really nice. So if you can afford to, without don't go into debt to pay for things massively, I do now have a teeny weeny pageant overdraft because of the dress. And the dress did go slightly over budget. That's the other thing. You should try to stick to your budgets. But it was the perfect dress and I will use it again, hopefully, um, as long as I don't massively grow after I get it altered. Um, but try and, yeah, don't go into debt to pay for things up front. But if you can, 
pay for things up front and knowing that that expense is gone is really nice because it means sort of ahead of the game a bit when it gets closer to finals and those last minute expenses creep in but that is where I've got to so far on my journey I will do an update fairly soon a bit more about the charity events because one of those is coming up fairly soon Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. So it means a lot that you spent some of it here. Do rock on over to my Facebook or Instagram to share your thoughts on this episode. And I would really love it if you could give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, things mentioned in this episode, etc., please pop over to the website, which is mummyisdoingapageant.com. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.